Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 157, Sound of Freedom. Hello and welcome to a conspiratorial edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bishki. God's children are not for sale. <laughs> we got Brother Lucas in the back. Hoorah, LodgeMaster. Hoorah. And joining us on this special mission, we got Brother Justin Okay, groomer. And Brother Anthony. Kavi Easel. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, guys? What the fuck are we doing? Our civic duty. Exactly. We're walking, in, we're walking into an ambush. Salute. We are paratrooping deep behind the lines. I don't even know what lines they are. The lines are all blurred. They're icky uh, lines. They're not blurred. This is a gross line. Yeah. <laughs> I actually this feel a, morally This is like conflicted. going to see Deep Throat in 1971. This is like porno chic. Uh, Lucas, how are you even here? You, that's what I asked I'm, him. I'm here yeah. because this movie has crushed Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny hold up, hold at the up, box let's office. Not and it's about, to, it's about to gross $100 million Is that fuzzy domestic. math or is that it real? It is fuzzy math because they're paying it forward. That's the whole kind of paradigm. Is so, it like, so it's 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 cooked books, is what you're is saying. Is it like when Don Jr. writes a book and they all <laughs> buy it out, so it looks like it sold out? I mean, that's how we got our tickets tonight. I think there is a conspiracy that the Nazarene Fund, which we'll talk about in a bit, <sighs> is 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 buying up all the tickets um, for this movie, and that this movie, even though it's almost sold out, is not going to be as full as we thought it was. But we're going to find yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to take a look very soon. <laughs> so hold on, you guys didn't. I, Don Jr.'s book? <laughs> I'm the only one? Okay. If you don't know, we are talking about the s- sound of freedom. Or is it just sound of freedom? I think it's just sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. Came out on July 4th. Of course. Ugh. And tonight is Dirty Dirty Discount Night. Discount Night. Ooh. I mean, what better way? What better time? So we are going in to a wild and woolly full ass theater. We couldn't even find each other tonight in the parking ramp. It is fucking mayhem behind us. I, I think they're a using snake, a like, human centipede of cars trying to park right now. They're using anti five G to jam our communications to jam they don't our. Don't want us to see the movie. Brother Justin said it best. He said, "If the theater's too cold." They don't want us to see the movie. If the theater's too hot, they don't want us to see the movie. If the theater's just right, they want to lull us into submission and get us to like sign off on this. And in case you aren't aware, this movie attracts a certain conspiracy-minded clientele, and you know they've been they've been flooding the net with conspiracies as to why 
certain theaters don't want them to see this movie. If well, there's a pizza parlor in this movie, I'm walking out. <laughs> okay, I'm walking I've, out. I've been doing some research. Look, I'm going to... Your own research. I'm, I'm, I've been doing my... I've been doing independent research. I ca- I'm, I'm going to kind of defend. This is this is raising the bar. Yes. Raising awareness, shining the light on child sex trafficking. <laughs> Tim Ballard is the guy that we're dealing with here. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's a vigilante uh, non-profit runner. Runs the... Um, Operation Underground Railroad and the Nazarene Fund. How can you argue with that? Yeah, and doesn't sound like a Mission Impossible villain organization <laughs> at all. Yeah, the w- Nazarene Fund. <laughs> and the Reckoning Part I two. watched a little documentary with him last night called Operation Toussaint, where he goes down to Haiti and and busts some of these villains. And I listened to a an interview he did with Tony Robbins, and I, I kind of like Oof. this guy. Are you Nazarene pilled? I'm kind of Nazarene uh, pilled. But I, see, you're walking home. To but me. I will say I'm not Jim Caviezel pilled. There Jim Caviezel go. is Jim, nuts. Jim Caviezel QAnon. asked Mel Gibson to do a selfie video saying, "Can you please promote this movie?" <laughs> and I sent it to the Lodge Boys and was like, "Mel Gibson." Looks haunted in parentheses alcoholism. Like he was like 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 the guy who chose poorly at the end of Last yes. Crusade, where the mm-hmm. life is like leaving. He his looks face. like he's constantly seeing all the ghosts. Yeah, and yeah. Caviezel's pretty haunted himself. Like he's he's been so far down the right wing. Yeah. Caviezel just lives instead of a crypt or a coffin. It's like a tanning bed. <laughs> and yeah. he got struck guys, by lightning on the cross. Well, what he needs is adrenochrome to get yeah. him back. He doesn't, to, <laughs> he doesn't his, have access to adrenochrome. How long? Oh, until oh McGuffin has an adrenochrome drink. I'm all oh about it. So this is a real I'm thing. So apparently people believe uh, that Tom Hanks and Hillary Clinton and Cabal Tom of Hanks at all. Hollywood <laughs> liberalism are are sacrificing virgin babies yes. to get their adrenochrome. Draining their right. blood to get the adrenochrome. Wait, so they're letting the babies stay virgins? That's pretty <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, noble, I think. to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's progressive. And so, and Caviezel's pretty much in on all that. Like, there's crazy interviews even up to like a And week. you like all this stuff now, Bishop? <laughs> no, no. This, this Ballard guy, I think, is a little more hard. He's your hero now. And he actually, <laughs> like story continues like he just left operation underground railroad so we're very i'm very confused about where this is heading so we're getting a sequel is what you're saying Look, we all, might be getting a sequel all, but this is by this is by the angel studios who produced uh, the chosen and great. they're making tons of money so we're getting a lot more um and if i'm not mistaken this was five years on the shelf right this was like I was, a fox oh, picture. Wow. I, I was gonna say all all those involved have no credits or like one credit with the exception Perfect. of caviezel well so this is i, I will this say is a propaganda piece through and through oh i will say this is a and subway I, sandwich kirk cameron <laughs> conference room special i hate that i know this but i believe one of the producers his name was eduardo abrastahi who if you're uh, of the Latino audience, you know him as Poppy from Chasing Poppy. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Chasing no! Poppy? He, he is t- the titular Poppy. Tony yeah. Robbins is an executive producer. I do have respect for Tony. He's no uh, Poppy, though. He's no Poppy. And everybody's teenage crush, Mira Sorvino. But Mira, yes! Mira Sorvino is in this. And she's, Oscar winner. And she's yeah. anti-sex trafficking. I, I agree. It's well, is anyone here pro-sex trafficking? <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. If you are... Look, I, I think this movie is very hashtag problematic. We're seeing it as the control subject because we're not insane, except for maybe Bishki. We're going to be in all, ma- all the way in the back, oh, I'm going all in the disguise. way to the left. That's I'm, why I'm wearing a hat. I'm wearing glasses, like full on grime. I'm, I'm wearing I a don't mask. want anyone to see me. I'm wearing a mask in the theater, but I got my Bill O'Reilly. We'll do a live shirt <laughs> yes. from the movie lodge. So I'll throw just, them off. Oh, so I they won't know what Lucas. to make of me. 
I got an American flag T-shirt on and a mask. We're so gonna I'm, confuse the shit out of them. Yeah, I'm already it's confused. We're it's sitting, movie lodge psychops. We're sitting in the upper right hand corner of the theater. Row that L is, for Lucas. Don't tell them where <laughs> we're gonna be. Not row Q. Bishki's a fucking hidden operative. He man, wants them to know exactly sell. where we are. No, I would have sat in the dead center, but everyone's like he's a Nazarene operative. Uh, yeah, and so we're gonna get in there. There's gonna be a lot of people, or maybe not many, but we're gonna watch this Angel Studio. The production. movie may have already started, so we got to get our well, asses pilgrims up there. in an unholy land. We got to fight through these cars, trying to find parking spaces, wait ourselves to the top. They like don't the the want crop. us to see it. Don't you get it? We put Stop. ourselves through so much for you, dear listener. So put your hand on your heart and get ready to find out what the fuck happened. Children, Brent. we're coming for you. Brace yourself. We'll be back in two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh God damn. Fuck you, kids, everyone. Fuck you, kids. Save yourself. <laughs> Sound of freedom. Freedom. Uh, Free Dom. We are back. We heard the sound, y'all. Uh, America! America! <laughs> we're just uh, in the elevator. COVID boys! With some of our uh, fellow audience members. And as we were getting oh. out, they were like, let the COVID boys out. Uh, <laughs> on. Uh, in a claustrophobic, sold-out theater. <laughs> they saw the masks. Uh, and thus, we're born. The COVID boys. Woo! That's us. Hot backs, tracks, <laughs> wax, summer. <laughs> Omniscient editorial note, four days after the screening, one of the COVID boys tested positive for COVID. Oh man, the air was thick and wet in the AMC tonight. Mm. I felt some guns in that theater and auditorium for... Not just in the theater, but even outside in the concession area, that shit... Shit was on the fritz. I uh, I saw some bulges. I saw I could smell the concealed carry. My God. <laughs> my God. That's what freedom smells like. Oh man. Well, it's true. It was a full ass theater. I was shocked. Full spelled F O. Dude, it was a hundred percent sold out. People staggering in with their cell phone flashlights, like looking for front row seats, back row seats. Some people really missed a lot of the movie. Uh, how could way. you? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
before we get into it, folks. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course, it's called The Sound of Freedom, based on an incredible true story. Shines a light on even the darkest of places. Yeah, it does. After rescuing a young boy from ruthless child traffickers, a federal agent learns the boy's sister is still captive and decides to embark on a dangerous mission to save her. With time running out, he quits his job and journeys deep into the Colombian jungle, putting his life on the line to free her from a fate worse than death. Whoa. Fate's worse than death, people. Period. That's Watching it. Watching Sound of Freedom. That's what that is. That's it. So, yeah, we saw this movie. We saw all two hours and 15 minutes of it. And, yeah, first, and not just the movie, but a very special message, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get we'll to. Get we to. will get to we, that. We started oh. with, we, we missed, thank, mercifully, we missed like the first two thirds of the trailers, but the last <laughs> third were all Angel Studio yes. joints. Rise up, Angel Studio. They're coming. Watch out, Tyler Perry. Rise up, Dennis Quaid. He is cashing man. in. He's going to be Reagan afterwards. And oh, then, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Re yeah. Reagan, I've been waiting for. I don't know what's going on with that prediction. This we're gonna yeah, be this, covering well, that. that won't be a that won't be a pay it forward. That'll be a trickle down. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got him. I mean, this was really illustrative of the America we live in, right? Because even the trailers were different for right. this movie. So everyone really is living in two different worlds. It's I've true. never seen any yeah. of these fucking trailers. No. Well, there was the Oppenheimer trailer. There, there has to be. <laughs> oh, 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 that liberal uh, Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that one. It, yeah. it really is. It, it's true, Justin. It's 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 two worlds. And this particular world had a lot of aluminum cans opening throughout. Oh my God. I heard a lot of, pot, a lot of energy, monster energy drinks or Red Bulls uh, or Four Loco. I don't even know what they drank in there. So, so Adrenochrome is what they drank. Conspiracy theories be damned. The audience was physically there. They yeah. were there. As, oh, as, yeah. you know, And spiritually, I'd even That, that yeah. really didn't set me off, but, off on the right foot. I was just like... No. Uh, no. But I will say it. I did get the distinct feeling that a quarter of the audience was there because they felt like they had to be. They didn't right. seem really jazzed about it. Like right. they true. weren't reacting to a lot of things that I thought would get a good reaction. There was a lot of phones very being scrolled on. Right. The dude next mm -hmm. to me left mid movie to get another rum and coke. Yeah, he saw that. Yeah. Yes, he did. Hell yeah. No, I, I almost that. asked him to get me one too. Folks were about as somber as the movie itself. Yeah. There were no walkouts. Everyone stayed. Now, let's talk about this movie. This movie called Sound of Freedom starring Jim Caviezel. A buddy. He is like if Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator starred in a hybrid of peppermint Death Wish and Apocalypse Now. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree? That's yeah. what this is. And he is, say what you will about the man, he is fucking committed. Yeah. You see it in no, his I fucking face. I haven't take, seen a Caviezel joint since Passion of the Christ. Take a drink every time a single tear <laughs> oh my goes God. out of his oh my eye. God. And there's at least four or five, oh less God. than four or five Easily. scenes but where I, a single tear comes out of his eye. I recently rewatched Thin Red Line, and the dude can act. He that can was act. my next, yeah. 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 Okay, and so. The, and we're in Thin Red Line territory You can't here. say he gave a bad performance. Well, no. here's what I can you, say. You can't sleepwalk if you got tears coming out your eyes yeah <laughs> but he's at one pitch the entire time yes, true like, yes mm -hmm. yeah. well which, which to me like if you're rescuing these children i don't know maybe be a little jovial no. like hey it's gonna be okay he, because is, he came off so much creepier than the uh than the traffickers he is 99 percent 
tears in eyes stoic, but then that other one percent is that creepy grin that Ooh. he gives. Oh my god. When he's trying to be a normal person or when he's undercover, undercover doing a grin. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's, Which it's a creepy Caviezel grin that always made me smile. And also such a bad undercover agent. How could anyone buy like his acting? Like if no. I, I I'm like this guy would would have been shot in the head immediately. So now, did you guys think so much of the movie was going to be him undercover as a no, pedo? No. We <laughs> no need to way. we need to set this up because uh. this is one of those movies that most of the people listening will never watch this. Good. So, <laughs> we got yeah. to yeah. help you out a little bit. The story involves mainly these two little kids that are swindled into sex trafficking by this beauty queen who basically just has a brochure about making the kids a star and their dad believes it. And it's this little boy and this little girl. The boy they name in the trafficking circles as Teddy Bear. Mm -hmm. And the girl, I don't know, I don't think she gets a nickname. But we kind of follow their story. And Caviz is, uh, <laughs> what is he? He's like a pedo hunter. <laughs> yeah. He, he Child did, trafficking. Yeah, he worked for Homeland Security and, and he was a pedo hunter. That's his official title. Yeah. And we see him kind of plying his trade. We see, you know, somebody uploading some images in a, in a shady house. He's in a van monitoring. And I don't know what it says about me. But all the music that the pedos are jamming out to in this movie, I was like, yeah, Man, that's that, good music. That playlist was kind of fire. It actually. was fire. It was fire. You guys have been in Hollywood too long. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty soon, these kids get on the radar of Caviz, and he becomes single-minded, obsessed yeah. with having them hear the sound of freedom. Which, his obsession with these two kids... It's a little creepy. It's a little, <laughs> a little bit pedo. It, it's <laughs> it's like where's the line, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my problem: the older I get, the more I'm starting to like identify with like stern fathers sure. in rom coms or like government stooges. Because <laughs> yeah. Kurt Fuller is his boss Kurt at the Department Fuller. of Homeland Security, and he's like, his boss is essentially like, dude. Your job is to prevent terrorist attacks. We're the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. Someone's going to try to blow up the Brooklyn Bridge or something, and you're in fucking Columbia. Yeah. Track it down like a kid. Stay mm -hmm. in your lane. Like, yeah. what you're doing is noble, but you do have a responsibility. But here. that's what makes him hard charging. Homeland Security be damned. He's deep into this saving these two kids because because he had a throwaway scene with his partner who's like how many kids you save bro <laughs> yeah. he's like i don't know i mean God. i've got like all these bus he's like yeah but no kids right and he's like shit oh dude budget charlto copley at the beginning yes. as the pedo that he like Man. buddies Ooh. up with yes. i called i called him paul dano but yeah, yeah. that's actually better i think charlto copley is i mean call. the stage is set really into, like he has he has this this pedo captive and then he pretends that he's really into it and he's talking to him and trying to gain his trust and you know he's not really into it though because then they cut because to he him. cried earlier they cut to him splashing water on his face and going no <laughs> no after he talks to him but yeah it's it's amazing like like the he does gain his trust and the guy's like giving him books and stuff and then you get that caviezel moment in the diner where he's like you know what you're under arrest for child sex trafficking. Which, can you do that? Can you take someone out of prison who's already been arrested yeah. and arrest them again? Yep. Is that okay? Didn't it's double that. arrest. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yep. 
That means they're double fucked. <laughs> Man. So the the disappointing thing is, you know Tim Ballard in the real life. If Your hero. My, my hero is roughing up these dudes. Right. And Caviezel's not nearly roughing up these no, dudes no, enough. No. And, and the audience craves it. I, thought, is, I did. Yeah, too. I this thought is, they were going to throw us some red fucking a, meat, but they did not. This is a Death Wish movie. You got to bring. Last yeah. Blood, Rambo right. Last Blood. Yeah. Which gotta, did it so much better without the entire time. bring that. That vengeance on the pedos. Like, yeah, I was down. expecting more of a taken yeah. approach. Yeah. yeah, and man, we just did not get that. It was, was just we got crying. Token. It was it was very very subdued throughout. We meet Caviza's wife. Barely, barely, not, not oh, even, not even officially. Mira Servino. They're more, like, they're more like they're more like thin red line flashbacks. They really well, were they're like they're I'll like, wait for you. They're like Michael Mann light. Shot compositions with him Light. and his wife. They're, oh they're cutaways. They're literally cut. There's no dialogue. <laughs> and by the end, she's like, reduced to text only. It was worse than Elizabeth Shue and and Greyhound for Christ's sake. Mm, yeah. I don't even remember her in that. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, and by the way, I didn't know it was Mira Savino until the third flashback of her, where I was like, "Oh, that's her. That's her. She looks great." Yeah, it's all. But the in first like two, when he comes shot, home, yeah. she's like afraid of him. She's like against right. the wall, like because behind a dresser because he's terrible. He really is. He is terrifying. Hi, honey. How are you? And they're you? not talking at breakfast, and they have so many kids. They I couldn't even fucking count. I, mean, I couldn't even count kids. how many kids. Are they not Mormon in real life? I believe I read that. And I think, yeah, they're from Salt Lake City. And, and he's, so okay. he's Cheerios stone face, and the kids leave the table, oh. and he's just zoning out. And I his was wife's laughing my staring ass at him, and then he just puts his hand out it was and like, like, touches her hand. He has like, enough <laughs> kids that it looked like a Last Supper tableau yeah. when they were eating breakfast. <laughs> I loved all that shit. Now, Dear listener, I was completely on board at this point. I'm just like, yeah, I could feel everything ramping up into a peppermint lather. <sighs> and it was, it was tough. It I was, was praying on, for it. I was not on board. It I was could tough I, the stomach. I could I was, hear a squeaky it's, chair it's down like, the road. It's like every <laughs> scene is is shoe leather, real time, drip, 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 drip. We're gonna make the audience just we're gonna put ladles of this child sex pedo trafficking over their bodies, and they're just gonna <laughs> sit there and and beg for MacGuffins. Just beg for it. There was a chair down the row a bit just rocking and rolling through the next, whole fucking movie. I'm was, like, that's gotta be Lucas. I was next to Lucas and he was rocking. That's and him. Yeah. It Man. was him. So yeah, we, we do come across a little bit of this dilemma of the thing that you hate so much that this audience in particular hates so much is child <laughs> grooming, child trafficking. Uh, but then they show us like a fucking photo shoot where what are we supposed to be thinking when we're seeing these kids uh, tarted up? I had to close my eyes pictures? at that opening scene. Yeah. I was like, I can't look like, at this. What like it is it is uncomfortable because there was like a lone wolf dude sitting in front of us. Yeah. That was just looking like, you know, Travis Bickle just in the porno theater. Popcorn in his it was, mouth. It was Larry Clark, I think. And I was like, what is he thinking as these kids are parading around? Cause, Licking his lips, yeah. Uh, yeah, like they hate it, but they love it. But they hate it. Like it's like <laughs> when Republicans are obsessed with homosexuals. Yeah. Or and they love talking about the ins and the outs. Or it's like the Christian hell, uh, hell house, like the Halloween. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Where they get mm-hmm. just obsessed they with the hate vi- it, but they love the indulging sex and the in violence. It. Like they just like, oh, the sex and violence. Oh. So there was a little bit of that hanging in the air. The the juxtaposition somewhat of the photographs being taken with the real world uh footage that right. was shown from actual cases was so gross. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Those I opening like, credits where it's like closed circuit surveillance footage of fucking bull. actual child abduction. Right. Well, like, I think uh, that surveillance was Dinesh. Maybe like you think I, it was it was cooked. 
I'll, I'll, I don't know. Well, and there's some footage at the end too. That but, but, the, but the viewer doesn't like the the average viewer isn't gonna know that. It felt, you know, it felt it's rage bait. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, the kidnapping footage could have been like parents stealing a kid in a custody dispute, and they're like, yeah, it's child trafficking or yeah. whatever. So you yeah. don't know the context, but it looked pretty gritty. It, yeah. But here's the thing. It's like again, like we said in the intro anti-sex trafficking yeah we it's all are. yourself <laughs> right right but it's like that's the boogeyman and i kept waiting for the other shoe to drop where they're going to be like yes and it's a particularly liberal dilemma mm -hmm. to be a sex predator you know mm -hmm. and i i just kept waiting for it it's like it's like kirk cameron with life mark mm -hmm. where it was a pro-adoption movie for 95 percent of it and i'm like hey it's just a harmless pro-adoption movie. Right. And then it becomes a virulent anti-abortion movie in the last last leg of it. I kept waiting for that. And they didn't quite tip their hand in this. No. But, but they did a little a total bit. Trojan horse. But if yeah. you bring until the, until the special message. If you oh, which we'll get to. But if you do bring the context of how we're living right now and the fucking how the world's discourse is uh. and what groups are saying are responsible for child sex trafficking and sex predators, then you fill in a lot of blanks. And I could see a lot of fucking blanks being filled in in the back of heads. And there's one big blank that gets filled in, which is an island. Oh, my God. Oh so man. we got to set up this part of the plot. <laughs> yeah. So Caviezel goes down to Honduras. Yeah, it starts in Honduras, then moves to Cartagena. M moves to Cartagena, and he meets up with Bill Camp, who's an ex-cartel guy who's now... Redeemed, rehabilitated. He's like a child Question trafficking man. Robin Hood That's who like, fucking uh, buys kids like, and like then the, releases the, them. The child trafficking whisperer. Uh, after, after he <laughs> sleeps with a 14-year-old. Yeah. Uh, now, he, he, has, he has a monologue. That is incredible. Uh, he talks about accidentally buying a prostitute that he finds out is 14 after he does the deed. It's like a Paul Schrader scene. It is yeah. a Paul Schrader <laughs> fucking scene. I mean, the acting in this is not bad, you guys. Camp's good. Yeah, Camp guy, is fucking Camp great. Camp, Camp is great, but like, what is he doing in this movie? He's collecting though? a check, man. He's collecting a check. He needed it five years ago. So, but I mean, really, like, if you watch it out of context, what's the difference between this and half of the fucking wannabe prestige pieces that we're forced to sit through every fucking December? Mm. Like, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> I don't it's know about taking, that, Justin. It's, <laughs> taking, <laughs> it's a taking a fucking cause, exaggerating it, and capitalizing on our fucking misery in the theater. Yeah, but It's I just not quite as well made right i mean the narrative here is terrible i mean there is nothing driving it there is well i will beg to fucking differ because <laughs> the plot about bill camp and caviezel him telling caviezel he needs to dress like a drunk horny tourist right yes and that's true their their plan is to make the ultimate pedo resort and nightclub right. world class basically, on an island. Well, there basically was a moment, Epstein's island. Here we go. Right. Well, there was a moment where I'm like, oh shit, they're kind of going for like a heist, you know, camper yes. genre. I'm like, yes. like Ocean's Eleven it. I'm like, oh, okay, now and we're gonna I was like, I'm, I was on Hell board. yes. They're gonna fucking make this pedo resort. And we're going to fucking be partying with an island full of pedos and right. they're going to put their fucking crack down. This is going to be amazing. Right. Like Bill Camp is like the Elliot Gold plotting it out. It's and amazing. Got, yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, like now we're moving somewhere and this could be like the entire last 
and after the film. They get yes. they get a rich American investor. They get it all set up real quick though, and I'm like, uh, we still have like two hours left. See, I movie. didn't know that. I did not. I'm like, oh, we only have like an, a half hour. They left. get it all set up. They get the the trap set. They get there. They get it set up. They bust the kids in. Who they call chickens. They're like, that's a lot of chickens, Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> and they get all the kids there. There's a little bit of a standoff between one of the dudes and Caviezel. Caviezel gets a gun put in his head and he gets a crazy look in his eye. And then they call in the SWAT team and they bust everybody. And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, we before didn't even, all the celebs show up. We didn't even start to party. <laughs> Tom Hanks didn't even make it to the beach. No pizza, no, nothing. No I'll see you on the beach. No blood so, draining, nothing. At that point, I'm like, wait, what? So, like, they, they have, like, she, a mini boss and the beauty queen. She's busted. Yeah. All, it's, everybody's it's kinda, busted. They everyone's these, busted, and they, they don't find this girl. So you know we we got a lot left. And they have uh. they have these funny middle management like sub goons who are just <laughs> laughing all the time. Who I thought were great. They were. I'm like they're just they're like you know Indiana Jones villains just cackling. It's fucking great. And I thought the movie was really gonna take off into fucking peppermint into like a late like Death Wish three mm. or like a Rambo like reboot style violence hyper violence or something like no. something no like they just get, in. they get arrested and then it it's, begins it's like also a so second climatic how they got arrested right it's so fucking boring they just fucking get them yeah and then like another movie begins or like oh. another season of the show <laughs> that is like the apocalypse now portion yeah and i'm like wait a sec like it just took it took all of my vim and vigor out of my sails. I'm just mm -hmm. like I Lodge thought. Master, you you looked you uh, leaned into me and you said, "Oh, we're only halfway into this." Yes, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't. I no. and you know I don't like checking my watch, but I'm just like when they when they wrapped up the island portion, I'm like, what are, what is going on here? I need to I need to speak to somebody here. <laughs> What's going on? And we were halfway through, and I'm like, "What the oh. fuck are we doing?" Yeah, I mean, you just like blue. islands. Everybody I just likes like islands. <laughs> just like islands. I was checking my watch every 30 minutes, starting 30 minutes in. I was like, oh my <laughs> "Can God. confirm? It's more my. like every 10 minutes." Yeah. But yeah, get me out of here. So we learn about this big boss named Scorpion. I'm like, "Oh man, we don't even show his face at the beginning." I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna have to fucking hunt Scorpion for a while." And sure enough, Bill it's, Camp and Caviz head up river. As, and it's Kurt Fuller. No, I'm just joking. As, <laughs> as doctors with vaccines. God, which, yeah. Like, that was believable. The two of those guys with I, their beards and their I'm fucking cigars and I'm shit. I'm surprised the audience didn't boo when they're like, they're just vaccines. Vaccine, I know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I thought you know? the same thing. So. <laughs> what kind of vaccines, COVID boys? They. The, <laughs> 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 their uh, their cop handler is like this is the the most dangerous mission we can take you so far but after that point you're on your own and i was thinking of us going into this fucking movie yeah. <laughs> it's like nobody can save us in this theater but yeah at this point servino isn't even they don't even show her anymore he's just getting text messages from her he's like love you <laughs> oh. <laughs> give him a hug for me you know i will yeah, this so, is yeah, this is like the the French uh, plantation plantation section, section of Apocalypse. <laughs> now. Like it's just going on and just on. Just cut it, yeah. Just cut it, man. man. Epstein's Island was like the climax. It was now, the climax. Should have been. That should have been. Yeah. So they go up river to find Colonel Scorpion Kurtz, 
and he's just kind of like going through the village looking for kids to vaccinate. He's really looking for the missing girl. And he comes across a group of people. What are they doing? Are they stomp? They're stomping on coca some leaf to like make cocaine. Yeah. Is that what they're doing? I yeah, yeah. I saw. Yeah, I definitely saw cocaine. It didn't yeah. look like wine, but yeah, I guess they were making <laughs> sweet, sweet cocaina. And he sees a girl from behind, and he says, he says the name of the girl he's looking for, and she turns around, and he does not play it cool. He like is fumbling with his stethoscope, and he's like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! I did it! Holy shit! I did it!" Again, how was he not shot in the head immediately after all these times? And the look was he, yeah, like was he was that his attempt to to play it like as if he's not a superhero? Like, oh, he's a real guy. I don't know. He's not like Liam Neeson. It came across like he found his fucking wife. And he wanted to kiss her or something like that. Yeah. The the line is blurred with the intensity in his eyes. It's like, bro, fucking keep your cool, man. Well, that's the thing about the real Tim Ballard too. He's crying all the time in his yeah. interviews, and yeah, keep your cool, man. You got it. You're <laughs> undercover, man. So uh, there's like a little little village celebration, and he goes in and tells the girl that she's gonna be all right. She screams, Scorpion comes in and is like, I'll make you feel better. And Kaviz is hiding under the bed. Real creepy looking, like total like Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) And I liked when he comes out and attacks Scorpion. She closes her eyes and the screen goes black. There's there's like, this is not like a shitty Kirk Cameron like level shot movie. You can tell the direction. Um... I forget the director's name, but the, but he, yeah, he's done some other stuff, and and, and it's the, better than most of the this cinematography shit. is pretty good. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, but so, but even the the action, the stunts were just so like just so pedestrian. They're so just so, like, everything like he's, they're hugging, wide. and then that's yeah, it. And then, there's a lot of yeah. locked off. I mean, when he yeah, texts Scorpion, shot. like they slow it down. They yeah. they put on this like like haunting music. Like I mean, the fucking poster. He's got like a giant gun. And right. he doesn't use that. No. You know, like I thought there was going to at least be like a big village wide shootout. No, there was no, there's nothing. They, no, they, shoot, they shoot at a car yeah, as they're driving away. Yeah. Like I thought it was going to be go like it needed to go off the fucking chain. Totally. Yeah. Which is no. weird because they're accused of exaggerating a lot of his claims. Right. So if the right. exaggerated version is a little boring. What the fuck was yeah, what the really fuck happened? Yeah. What the fuck was the real deal? Rambo 5 did it and did it better. That's right. So the kids are reunited with their papa, and there was definitely some sniffles in the audience, but otherwise the audience was dead Am I crazy? Quiet. Or did the papa not seem too elated or relieved to get no. his kids no. back? He was, no. he was like, way too subdued. He was like, cool, my son's back, my daughter's back, cool, okay. Caviezel yeah. uh, wow. was way more into it, and you could I'll tell d- he wanted to adopt If you want, I'll take your kids. They should have yeah. had a scene where he like calls his wife to say i got him honey like yeah. or Kurt fuller or with his boss You're like because like they're all like go do what you got to do but you know you might whatever not it's like a lost cause or whatever and then it's like no he succeeds but nobody knows he succeeds yeah that's the the whole mira sorvino thing i mean she'll definitely get a second oscar for this but <laughs> she was definitely underutilized and uh, they show some footage of real raids at the end, like the oh. face of Caviezel morphs into uh, the dude. Yeah, he looks nothing like nothing Tim, like him, like Tim Ballard, Jim it, and Tim. The the crowd didn't even clap. 
when it was over until yeah, that, you, well, can't, you can't clap when it's over because it's like it's Americans like fucking kids and there's a lot of fuck kid fucking in America and I'm like do I clap now or yeah, right, right. I wait? when are you gonna clap and I was like where's the website to go to take action and so then, then oh don't we, you worry salad credits the Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. A little message. Never seen this before. A Never. little message appears down in the right-hand corner. Hold for special message, and there's a countdown. Like a two-minute countdown. This has to be... The salad dragon. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> we called it. So we're just sitting there. It's like a. It's. It is like a bomb ticking down. We're like, what is going to happen? We're going through all the executive producers. We're, we're just waiting. like, oh shit! One minute. Oh man, that was thirty seconds. What are we gonna do? <laughs> Kirk Cameron shows up. <laughs> the creepiest thing and the effective thing is in the last ten seconds, it's faded out. It like faded to black before it even showed zero. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. And then old Caviezel comes up with his cross necklace gleaming, and he has a special message for us that I recorded. Check it out. I want to make one thing clear. This movie you just watched isn't about me or Tim Ballard. It's about those kids. You know, Steve Jobs once said, the most powerful person in the world is the storyteller. Abraham Lincoln credited Harriet Stowe when she wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin. This powerful story inspired millions to rise up and fight against slavery. I think we can make Sound of Freedom the Uncle Tom's Cabin of 21st century slavery. This film was actually made five years ago and wasn't released till now with every roadblock that you can imagine being tossed in the way. And the names you see here on the screen took a stand and they made sure this story could be shown to all of you. And now all of you have the opportunity to continue telling this story. We don't have big studio money to market this movie, but we have you. And the baton has now been passed to you. Now I know it's weird because we're in a theater, but feel free to pull out your phones and scan this QR code. We don't want finances to be the reason someone doesn't see this movie. So Angel Studios boldly has set up a pay it forward program where you can pay for someone else's ticket who might not otherwise see it. If you're able, we invite you to pay it forward by buying a ticket for someone else. Or if your budget is tight, share the already available free tickets with as many friends as you can, or do both. Join us and millions of others as we ring sound of freedom and hope throughout the world. And just remember this, God's children are not for sale. So yeah, big call to action for you to pay yeah. it forward. Scan the QR code, it worked. <laughs> oh man, and letting us know that this movie was everyone's prevented it, tried to prevent it from it's five years. It's been on the years, show for five years. And studios, Tech heads, they don't want you to see <laughs> Disney, movie. Netflix, and Pre no. presidents. Yeah, I love, I love the uh, the Steve Jobs quote oh, and the oh, comparing Uncle to Tom's, Uncle Tom's, Tom's cabin. cabin. Oh, like, oh, it's so great! That was what we were waiting for. Yeah. That's the crazy yeah. coming out. But this movie, ah, it needed to be bigger and crazier. It's so 
fucking muted. And it really sure, yeah, the sound design, it's just like, it felt so quiet throughout the whole thing. It yeah. was like mono coming out of the screen. None yeah. of the speakers are on. I think it's a conspiracy. They didn't want you to hear the full <laughs> surround. But uh, yeah, anything anything else about this I, yeah, strange we, we, tale? We got to explain to the listeners the title. Oh, yeah. Which Bill Camp. Gets the title line. He does say it out loud. And it's when we're on Epstein Island with the fake climax <laughs> when all the kids get freed. They're playing like patty cake. Like you know? We will rock you. Yeah, that's the sound of freedom. That's the sound of freedom. And Bill Camp's like, you know what that's the sound of? <laughs> and Caviezel's like, yeah, I do, man. <laughs> and then there's like a long pause. And he's like, it's the sound of freedom. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Nobody clapped. Nobody clapped. We just all pointed at the screen. So it's like, okay, let's say this was fucking Chris Hansen peppermint, and it did Chris Hansen it did cap off with a huge like amazing Epstein Island fucking throwdown shootout three bone shootout where Bill Camp sacrifices himself yes. saving yeah. him so hard to, yes yeah yes. like he gives his life then for the cause like what do we do what do we do with that because. Caviezel's obviously nuts, but so is like Tom Cruise. We don't know what Tom Cruise does. He knows where Shelly Miskovich is. <laughs> like, what what would we do with that? Like, oh, right, what my, do you do with that kind of shit? After Epstein's Island, my bones were pretty high, but we'll get to them, I guess. Let's get to them, motherfucking freedom bones! Bishki, you just earned yourself a first to bone. Okay. First to bone. What are you gonna do? Well, I I'm knew I knew you were liking this. A I'm little just bit. scratching <laughs> my head around this Tim Ballard guy, like just because I I know the, the backstory. I was bringing a lot of baggage to this. Found his way into your heart. Yeah, and he <laughs> did find his way into my heart. But I'm just like this guy. So he's going undercover, but he wants to be like this big celebrity. Yeah. And like, so like you're making yourself the fate. Like, how has he not gotten shot? And it's like, is this a scam? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, the CEO of the Nazarene Funds, Glenn Beck, who's just a total oh, grifter. Oh, and, and I was I was expecting Glenn Beck to show up. Yeah, at, where the fuck was the Glenn? But he should have been Bill Camp. <laughs> yeah, and they don't get the into fucking flamingo show. Talking about fucking a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, no, I and he probably auditioned. <laughs> but you got a you got a movie here. I mean, Lodge Master and I just watched a little movie called Kinjite, Forbidden Subject. Oh fuck yes. yeah, man! Where was I? You know about Kinjite? Oh, Charles Bronson's last canon film. Yes, I yes. About it. Shades of Kinjite. It's incredible. And, and it's about child sex trafficking, but it's about you know basically Bronson just messing up these dudes that uh you know makes a guy swallow a watch and within oh, within the first five minutes he abuses a criminal with a dildo yeah yeah bronson yeah. Yeah. yeah so those i mean that that's like the fun you can have with this like you can really take it out on these dig in pedos and you know Christian cinema has no problem with violence. We saw Beckman. Beckman, shades of Beckman in this <laughs> and, for sure. And David Arrowhead was having a lot of fun in that. And so, yeah, you really do have a good premise for for a fun movie. But this one's very somber. Yeah. And it, and then that last forty five minutes Oof. into the jungle, really were were uh, you know not necessary. Like just find the girl. Take over Epstein's Island, and you might have had a three-bone movie. But yes. as it is, 
with the somberness and the tears <laughs> and the lack of a good time of of having vengeance on these yeah. folks. It's 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 I give it a two bones. I give two. it two Utah. Give me two. Wow, Bishki. I don't know if anybody else is gonna hit that watermark. We'll see. Let's see. Let's let's uh let's try to predict here. Um I pretty much know what Andy's gonna do. Let's go, Andy. You know, I kinda also wanna go off on this film on film Twitter, but I kind of feel like that probably doesn't have the audience that I want. <laughs> what I want to know is, is there a film Truth Social? Can I, <laughs> oh, can I log into that? We need, we need to fucking and make that. Can yeah. I, um, I, I mean, what is there to say besides woof? Oh, <laughs> shit. He just, yeah. he just straight up. Oh, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I mean, look, Hermano. if those kids were smart, they would have escaped by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> I true. say, let them crash. <laughs> um, no, I mean, woof for the theatrical aspects, which do not exist. Woof mm. just for mm. the thematic aspects, which are just, you know, not made up, but uh, trumped up to use that mm. term, unfortunately, to like rub your face in it. Like, isn't this fucking crazy? Isn't it fucking crazy? Oh, wait, look, it's fucking crazy. Now you're fucking crazy. I, <laughs> I now I sound crazy. Uh, um, no, I just, it was boring. It was, yeah, I'll give you that part. Yeah. And, you know, like, like you said, Brother Bishki, it's almost like, in a way, Tim Ballard, you know, he like, He's essentially doing it for the gram, like to show you like what a godlike savior he is for these yeah, children. Yeah. And then if I'm not mistaken, there have been some uh, issues with the kids that he did save. If I'm not mistaken, some of them were actually kind of ushered back into that world. Yeah, catch and release. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, fuck you. Fuck the guy that said COVID boys. I'm still kind of ramped up about that. Um, <laughs> We're the COVID boys yeah, for life. Watch gotta, out. Yeah. That'll, that'll be our uh, our group chat name from now on. Yeah. And Caviezel, you know, to go from Terrence Malick 25 years ago to this, in the words of Sam Jackson and Jackie Brown, <laughs> you were supposed to be beautiful, man. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> woof. Woof. That's a woof. All right. I smell another wolf coming, but not from Brother Justin. No, I've seen many a wolf. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Brother Anthony's definitely on to something, which this does commit a cardinal sin for me, which is it takes something and makes it boring. Yeah. And that's unforgivable because even in a Christian faith-based film, which this doesn't really hit on as much as you'd think it does. No. But that's yeah. what it is. We all know that's what it is. Mainly mm -hmm. the only the only part is uh, God's children are not for sale. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't it doesn't go much farther than yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. And so you know that's a great excuse to fucking let loose and yeah. commit violence because we can all agree it's like when you see a Nazi getting punched on the news, it's like, well, it's okay, it's okay, okay to punch a Nazi. It's Not definitely okay to shoot some pedos <laughs> on an island. Yeah. So let's have a little more fun with that. And it was just so underwater. Yeah, and I think underwater is good. Yeah. You know, it just does. It, it's doing that thing that a lot of movies do. I know you disagree that in my direct comparisons, but like the movie thinks it's important and the people making the movie think that they're important. 
And that's where you fucking lose me. (laughs) Because, sure, you might be able to raise money for an organization, and that's totally fine. It's a ton of charities making a lot of money around the world, capitalizing on people's fears and misery and all that. Anger. Yeah, anger. Big money maker. (laughs) But man, like... It's still a fucking movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Come on like now. you gotta yeah. give me a little more than that. It's just so sad and slow and like it it, it activates at times where you don't think it's supposed to, which <laughs> right. is really unsettling. Like Caviezel's so stoic. And then there's one scene where he gets really excited about creating this pedo island. <laughs> yes, track. yeah. I was and right there he with him. Is like, a different dude yeah. for yeah. one scene. He's like, okay, and then we're gonna get this money together. Yeah, what our the own fuck island. Was that we can get. Scene? And it's like he, it was like he activated, and it's almost like the director was like, hey, buddy, making a movie about uh, child sex trafficking. Maybe <laughs> take it, it down. down don't, have, don't have so much fun. <laughs> yeah, no one can have fun here except uh, prestige Bert Kreischer. Whatever <laughs> that guy's name was. Uh, so yeah, I wanted it to be a little more fun, but in in given our political climate, this showed a shocking amount of restraint. Yeah, it did. The U.S. government kind of cooperated. The Colombians cooperated. Like Right, yeah. It could have gone so much harder in that direction. I think, actually, the audience would have been more activated. I think this was restraint to the a fault. The audience was flatlined. Uh, but I still give it one and a half bones. One and a half. Angel Studios is figuring it out. And, uh, <laughs> They're rising. They're paying it warned. forward. They're coming. The production values are rising, y'all. Look out. All right. It's getting a little hot in here. I think there's a hot head in the back getting hotter and hotter by the second. What's he going to do, folks? Big mystery. Yeah, the budgets are getting higher, but it's still student feature certified in my Boom. <laughs> not I this mean, one is not <clears throat> Yeah, it is. Yeah, it no, is. Yeah, it is. So I, the cinematography looks cool because they're shooting on location does not make it a good movie. I'm not signing every, off. Every <laughs> scene, <laughs> are you signing off on Every scene feature? was shot in the same fucking building. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, it was. Student feature alleged. There's no certification that's <laughs> happening it, here. It looked it looked They're a little cleaner. There's an they, allegation. They use, a, they use a tripod, but I'm telling you, there it was, was a lack of extras in a lot of scenes where it's just like two dudes in a room. Like, yeah, <laughs> no and student. It, and feature. it suffers from the Pinocchio syndrome, where yeah, he saves the one girl from like you know Donkey <laughs> Island, but leaves all the other kids yeah, to stomp yeah. coca leaves by themselves. That's true. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what a great, in the fuck? He's got his favorite. He doesn't give a yeah. fuck about anybody else, but that, Lucille. That's such a great point. His fucking rescue count was high on that island that's right they were at like 35 and he said wait for one more boat yeah but this is an (laughs) ugly yeah ugly movie made by psycho jim caviezel he's a total fucking lunatic if you google his shit like he's so he's got his head so far up his ass after the pope like anointed him like the best actor to play jesus or whatever the fuck 20 years ago that'll go to your head that's right i get it same initials but i don't like it i don't have to like it and yeah this movie was fucking torture it was painful it was like absolutely miserable and like nobody's having a good time and it just feels so fucking shady that they like yeah 
try to keep it as vague and general as possible with the politics and everything. Cause I just feel like the next movie they make like a sequel to this, it's going to be the pizza parlor in DC. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. like, they're setting us up. It's a total fucking setup. They're luring you in right now with this movie yep. and mark my words. They're not done with it, especially with these box office numbers, just cleaning up. Will you be back for the sequel? No, oh, no, yeah. I don't. I think I'm done with Caviezel and like brother Anthony. I got to give this a wolf. <laughs> wolf. <laughs> Big shocker. And, and just for the record, Jim Caviezel, there there are there are sex traffickers and they are in Washington, like Matt Gates, you know, using Venmo to hire teenage That's prostitutes. Right. Google that shit and yeah. tell me I'm wrong. Where's Gates? That's two woofs. <sighs> Understandable. Listen, I had so much hope. I was like actively trying to figure out how to square this with Brother Zach. During the first half, I'm like, I'm going to have to go three bones on this motherfucker. And how am I going to explain myself? And then thankfully, but not thankfully, but thankfully, shit started tanking hard in the second half. Once they wrapped up the pedophile aisle, I was just like, this is so fucking boring. You Mm -hmm. fucking botched it. You, You had it and then you lost it. It's like the trip up the river should have been the first movie. Yeah. Like that it seems like a smaller scope that could have really focused on that. And then the fucking island would be the second movie when you gotta go bigger, when you gotta go crazier. Yeah. Anyway, I'm doing like live rearranging of a franchise that doesn't even <laughs> exist yet. So I was at at my craziest, at my caviezeliest, I was gonna go three bones. Just wow. Because I was bonkers. And I, I love the fucking premise. But then the second half just fucking woofed so hard that I got to just cut my three and a half and go with 1.5. That's what I'm doing. But I do have the distinct feeling, like Lucas said, that the other shoe is going to drop, that this is a scam, that there's something something stinky going on here that's going to reveal itself in the future. When Glenn Beck's involved, there's something stinky. It's no. going to be a cinematic universe, trust me. It'll be like the Avengers. Caviezel will team up with Mel Gibson. And you're right. They are going to slowly they're gonna slowly turn up the crazy. Like the Corbin da- Burnson. The you know? dangerous <laughs> crazy. Like it is going to be yeah. fucking Comet Pizza. Something's up here, you know, but... Yeah. I got to judge on what I saw, and that's 1.5 for me, y'all. So be it. But Tim Bowers got a great heart. He's shining a light in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Go to angel.com slash donate. Bishki is fully ballard pilled. And uh, yeah, Lucas, listen, I know you had a tough time, but thank you for joining us I, on one man, of these I, crazy I, adventures. I got, I got proud so of you. proud upset. of you, I broke a sweat. I take my jacket off like 60 <laughs> minutes in because I always wanted to rage. <laughs> oh, oh, one thing. Uh, uh, you guys probably know, but let, should we settle the score of the oh, Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, shit. Let's settle oh, the man. fucking score. It's time I settle the score. Oh man! What do you think those critics did? Those wily critics. How many? Oh, how many? Critics? How many critics? Thirty-seven critics. All right. What are we gonna say, guys? They cannot separate what is on screen from Caviezel interviews. But no but, chance. But how many of these are gonna be like weird fringe reviews? Like, yeah. we're probably gonna be one of the only like podcasts covering this. I would imagine, you know. <laughs> but like, what? What mixture of critic? Like, what is that gonna do? I, I think like sixty three. Yeah, I say sixty seven percent. 
Oh, I'm going to say like 46. Mm. Yeah, I'm going right around 52. Okay. You guys are all low. <gasps> 73. Oh, oh man. What? Critics are liking Caviezel in this performance Whoa. and they're liking the, the drama and the shining a light in the dark. But he's really not good in this movie. No, he he's is not. good in this movie. I disagree. Frosted tips. Fucking locked in. He just does this the entire time. But yeah. you got you guys know the 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 crit the audience. Ninety eight, I would say. Yeah. Very oh, yeah, high. Yeah. I'd say ninety something. Ninety six. You guys are way off. <laughs> It's 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. According to 10,000 verified <laughs> ratings, what? every single one of the human beings <laughs> have given this the thumbs up. There you go, folks. Sound of freedom at a theater near you. 100%. Audience score. Take that, Marvel. <laughs> Pay it forward. Oh, okay. So, Lucas. You go home tonight. What is the cleansing film? What do point? you put on oh, to man. wash yourself clean of this? Probably Clute. <laughs> <laughs> Clute! You heard it here, folks. Put it on. Two to the Clute. <laughs> wash yourself clean with some Fonda. I'm going to go home and watch Bloodsport, and I don't even care that Frank Duke's exaggerated all of his exploits at the Kumite. I at least that was it. fun. It's at least based that was on a true story, yeah. just as true as this. All right, folks. We survived it. The, oh, co the COVID take a shower. The COVID boys made it through. Ooh, COVID yeah. boys coming at you. We'll see, we'll see if our uh, tests show up negative yeah, right? in, in the coming days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pray for us, folks. Love and light, y'all. Love light. and light. Cavizio, buddy. <laughs>